0: Now, alphabet, our word alphabet, starts with alphabet, which is the first two letters of Greek, alpha, beta. Those of you who know Hebrew, aleph and beth. So you have aleph and beth, alpha, beta, alphabet, it's all related. Now, let's put the letters up. What I'm going to do is I'm gonna put a basic line here We'll go all the way across the board. And I'm going to put a second line all the way across. I'll do this dotted. And then we can put a third line, which would be like the a total spacing here, and we'll be able to see which are bigger letters and which are smaller letters. So we'll start now here with alpha, alpha pronounced ah, and it's made like this, sort of like two-thirds or three-quarters of an infinity sign, and it's alpha pronounced ah. Next comes beta, which starts below the line. It's a large letter, goes up, comes around this way. Beta is the letter B, and beta is B. Now the third letter, gamma, you have to watch out how you make this. Gamma is a letter that goes below the line, like this. Gamma should not be stood on top of the line, but should come below the line in some printings you will not have any kind of a loop, it will just be dark there. That's gamma g. Not g as in giraffe, but g as in the word give. Next comes delta. Delta is a largish letter. You make it by coming around, and making three-quarters of a figure eight. Delta, d. Now, by the way, the capitals, which we're not doing right now, the capital letters would, for delta, would be like this, which you know as delta of a river, because the silt comes out in that pattern, or a delta-winged fighter, which has wings that look like that. Next is the letter E, a short E, epsilon. Epsilon like this. You can make it in two different ways, like a C with a center line, or you can make it like a reverse three. Epsilon E. Now the next letter is a great letter. It's a beautiful letter to make. It's probably my favorite letter. It's the letter Zeta. Zeta starts up here, comes back, and then gently hooks around. So, up, down, and now you go against that like this and hooks back this way. Zeta. Zeta is pronounced with a DZ. And um, in, in, as a matter of fact, in Athens, at uh, uh, classical Greek times, they probably didn't pronounce it that way. They probably pronounced it just the opposite ZD, ZD, like this. But it has kind of turned around over the years, and it's like our word adds. He adds the figures every evening DZ, Zeta. Now, next comes my second favorite letter, I might say, is Eta. Eta looks like an N we make it about halfway and make a nice little curve if you can. Eta. A. This is considered long E and we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Next comes theta. Theta is a large letter which you can make one of two ways. You either start like this, loop up and loop around, or You make a kind of an oval, lift the pen, and make the line across. What I am doing here is kind of a Germanic way of doing it. The printing will usually look like this, though sometimes it's like that as well. That has a TH, like in the word thing, not voiced as in the word this, thing. As a matter of fact, earlier on, let's say 400 years before the time of our Lord, um, in classical times, it was probably not pronounced like that. It was probably pronounced t- like that, T with an H following, t- rather than th. But by the time of our Lord, it was pronounced th. Next comes the letter I, yota, it's a small letter, comes down just a little hook around, no dot, no dot. So, uh, that's a a, yota, and it's pronounced i. If it happens to be long, it's pronounced e. Next comes k, kappa, small letter, like the letter K, k, kappa. Then lambda, the l, a large letter like that. Now notice I'm making that kind of high, so we're we're not just making it a little one like that. It's a large letter, lambda. It's the L pronounced ul. Now next is a difficult letter to, well, what would you say? Pronounce its name, but not to pronounce the sound. It's the letter for M, N, but it's M. Me, me. <clears throat> sort of looks like a U with a tail, and this is the equivalent of E, M, E, like the U umlaut. Now, some of you, like Steve, uh, have had some German before, and you know how to pronounce that "me mü good. Uh, the letter is just M, so M mm, when you're saying it. Next comes a letter very similar, nü, and it looks like a V with a point. So if this is mü then this is nü, nü. And that is the equivalent of an N, so if you say it in a word it's just N. Now next is the letter xi xi is a large letter that looks kind of like a giant spring. A giant spring. It's bigger than the mu and the knee, it's more like the lambda. So you do loop, loop, and then you come back again. C. This has the sound of K and X or a S, a sort of an X sound like the word axe. Axe. This is actually a combination letter of a K and an S, and it's sometimes called a double consonant. I'll talk more about that in just a, uh, just a few minutes. Now comes Omicron. Omicron is little O, omicron, like micrometer, micromanage. Omicron, little O, pronounced O, O. Next comes P, P, or as most of you know it as PI, but P as it's pronounced. Uh, you should know the symbol by this time. Not 3.14159, but the letter P, which is pronounced P. Next comes Rho. Rho is the letter R. We're going to start below the line, come up, and loop around. We're going to start below the line, come up, and loop around. That's row. You can make it the other way as well, kind of like this. I think a lot of the scribes in the ancient world did, in fact, make it like that. That's Rho-er. Now we come to S, sigma. Now there are two different S's, two different S's uh, that you will see printed. First, this is the regular one. A sigma that looks like this. You start here, come around, and loop with a little tail sticking out. You're better off making the sigma like this then you are going the other way, this way, because what tends to happen is after a few, it starts getting very squeezed like that. That's sigma s. However, at the end of a word, at the end of a word, you will see kind of more of a regular s. In general, the top of this will be a little bit bigger than the bottom of it. That is also sigma, and that is s but only at the very end of a word. Only at the very end of a word. Now, tau, T, is like a Yoda with a little bar on it. With a little bar on it. Tau, T. As a matter of fact, this symbol is called a tau cross because it looks like a tau, T. Now comes ypsilon. Now this one's a little harder. Sort of like a U type of thing. And that ypsilon is, well, it comes across in English as Y. We get it in words like him, H Y M N. And that ypsilon is pronounced with that umlaut, U, U. It's ypsilon U. Now you can do this best by making your mouth as if you're going to say oo, and then with your mouth in that shape, you say e. So ooh, and it went off like this, and then I say e, ee, e, e, e. That's upsilon. Now we have another little larger letter. It comes up above the center and loops down below. And there's another way to make it. You can make it also like this. You can make it with a circle and put a line through. And that's the letter phi. phi. It has an F sound. It is exactly the same sound that you get with our letter F. And it's why we have this F with PH in words like philosophy, philanthropy, pharmacy. Any word that has a PH at the beginning, pronounced F, comes from the Greek and ref- reflects that phi at the beginning of the word. <clears throat> now we have another large letter He. He is like a giant. X, like a giant X. You could also make that maybe just a little bit lower on there, maybe more like that, but it's a large letter. It comes below and it goes above halfway. That's he. He is not key. It's he. You're blowing air through it. He. This letter is a um, kind of a strong letter when you say it's very typical of Greek like the phi and like the theta it's got air blowing through it. He. Now we have Psi. Psi looks like an epsilon with a line through it. So you basically have something like this you can curve the edges a little bit and that is c let me uh... let me put this up here a little different here like this or you can kind of curve the edges and go like that but that should stand below do not stand this on the line this should not be made like this with the thing standing on the line that's not correct it should go below c So, this is like a PS sound, PSE. And, uh, you know, kind of the way we say, if you want to tell somebody a secret, you say ps, That's exactly the kind of movement that there is, the kind of sound ps, And then finally, we have OMEGA. OMEGA is big O, big O. And I've got to not make it look like it's floating above the line there. Big O. It's like a rounded W. Omega. You all probably know the capital version of this because you've seen it in religious art which looks like that. That is the Omega as capital. Omega. Mega O and Micron O. micron is little o. Now, <clears throat> what I'd like to do at this point is I would like to point out to everybody which are the letters that you are likely to get confused with one another. And I think this is gonna be real helpful. As a beginner, you are likely to get several of these letters confused, and I'll draw lines between them. It's sometimes hard to keep straight NU and y. The ypsilon has a rounded bottom. The nu is pointed. This is the n letter. That ypsilon is a u or a y. It actually comes across more as a y. <clears throat> You'll also tend to have difficulty with xi and zeta. Zeta is the DZ sound. XI is the KS sound, or the X sound. This is not the X over there, that's the X over there. Now, I've got to draw the line the other way as well. People get this mixed up with he. He is not the X. The X sound is from the XI. He is C-H. So we've got, this is kind of the middle term between a couple of possible confusions. All right, now here's another pair. Theta should not be confused with phi. Theta and phi. This is T-H. This is pH. Now, I don't know if what I'm going to tell you is helpful or not, but the fact of the matter is, you can maybe remember it like this. With theta, the line goes across in the middle, like the T, but in the phi, <clears throat> the first letter, a line goes down just like that. So that's phi, the F, F sound. This is Theta, the th sound. Another possibility. Make sure that you do not get confused between eta and nu. And by that I mean, it's not that they look alike, but that looks like an n. That just looks like an n. <clears throat> and you've got to keep straight that that is not an n. It is actually a, a the long e. And then finally, <laughs> These are good. P and Rho. Remember that Rho is not a P. It's an R. It's an R. And let me just say right now, and it might be helpful for you to see this, that this symbol that you know for our Lord, that symbol there, that's not Px. That is actually He and Rho, and it is The first two letters of Christos, the word for Christ. So it's these two letters here. Here's the he and this is the row. So if I wanted to transliterate that, it would be C-H-R-I-S-T-O-S, Christos, just like that. So you can see that. Alright, I think that should just about do it for the confusion. There is the possibility also of people getting mi and y mixed up, but I think this this should just about do it for getting the alphabet straightened away. Now I'm going to go through here, and let's do this. (coughs) I'm going to go through and say the letters, and then say the sound, okay? Alpha, a, beta, b, gamma, g. Delta, d, epsilon, e, zeta, z, eta, e, theta, th, yota, e, kappa, k, lambda, u, mu, n, nu, n, xi, x, omicron, o, p, p, rho, r, sigma, both of those, sigma, s, tau, t, y, 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 fi, f, y, sh, psi, ps, o, omega, o. Uh, once more. I'll go through once more. And this time, I will just do the sounds. A, b, g, d, e, z, a, f, i, k, l, m, m. O, P, R, S, T, U, F, H, P, S, O, omega. All right. Now, now we have to talk about vowels and diphthongs. I'll keep this up here. I'll erase some of these lines. the tail of the row back on.